Ever feel like you're all in and going full speed ahead in your business or wanting to completely tap out and burn it all down? Or how you're either totally inspired, consistent, and connected in your content marketing or haven't shown up in months and are writing one of those, sorry I went MIA, but posts yet again. Or heck, one of the many other ways that all or nothing thinking can show up in your business and your bank account for that matter. That's what I'm here to help you shift in today's episode. I'm dishing out super specific examples of how thinking this way has shown up for both myself and my clients that will help you bring awareness to where you're doing this in your business. Not only that, but I'm filling you in on the mindset shift to help you break this pattern and land more consistent clients in your business. You're listening to One Simple Shift, and I'm your host, Amanda Joyce Weber, the mindset coach and business mentor that believes it is possible to have a beautiful, balanced life and a successful, thriving business. In fact, what if success wasn't as complicated as everyone was making it out to be? What if the magic formula you've been looking for has been you all along? Each week, I cut through the noise and bring you one simple, actionable mindset shift you can implement today to completely transform the way you show up daily and the results you see because of it. All success starts with the right mindset, and it's time that you create the life and business you've always dreamed of. Let's get started. Hello, hello, my simple shifters. I hope your week is off to an incredible start. I cannot believe it. I am recording this at the very beginning of May and there was quite literally snow falling yesterday. It's a little bit warmer today, but I'm looking out my window and I am like so ready for warmer weather. I cannot even tell you. I am ready for spring. I am ready for summer and I am so excited that Brian and I are going to Mexico next week. Oh my gosh, is it really next week? I think it is. And I'm just so incredibly pumped to soak up the sunshine and sit on the beach and read some amazing books and just really enjoy being in warmer weather and being away. And I'm such a quality time love language person that I'm just so excited to also get to spend that time with my husband and really have that time together. So that is just something on the horizon that I am looking forward to so, so much and wanted to share with all of you. And yeah, let's dive into today's episode because today is a super juicy mindset shift because we are talking about all or nothing thinking in your business and how you can shift this for more consistent clients. This is such a big one. And I can tell you that this is one of those things that I experienced personally early on in my business. It's something that I can catch a lot faster now because I just know when it's starting to pop up and when it's creeping in. And I think that awareness is really key. Honestly, I think that's such a big part of the work that we do with mindset work is just bringing that level of awareness to it that we didn't have before to our own patterns and behaviors so that we can understand where we're getting in our own way, where there are those opportunities to shift and all or nothing thinking is definitely a big one here. So let's dive into the super specific examples I'm going to give you. I'm going to talk about how this has shown up in my own business because I can really speak about this personally, but I'm also going to share how I've seen this show up for clients 
in hopes that this also helps you to identify when it is coming up for you. I know that the more examples I give here, the easier it is to spot in your own business and spot where these opportunities to shift your mindset are coming up. And I'm just so excited to share that with you today. So honestly, the biggest place that I see all or nothing thinking come up is in marketing. (laughs) It is one of those areas where it is just super easy for this mindset block in particular to creep in. And what I mean by that is there is a tendency to think that you either need to be producing the most inspired, the most connected, the best content you've ever, ever created, or you're not posting anything at all, right? And I especially see this with new business owners when you're just starting to get in the habit of really creating content on a consistent basis, really gaining visibility and showing up more than you ever have before, this all or nothing thinking tends to creep in. And one of the ways that I see this show up a lot is in those posts that are like, sorry, I've been MIA, but... XYZ happened in my life and business, right? So let's talk about how there's totally a middle ground here. And let's talk about how we can shift that so that you can still show up on the days when you may not be feeling it, when you're not feeling inspired to write content, when things are really kicking up on the life front and you just flat out don't have the time. Because there is a middle ground, there is an in between that still allows you to be gaining visibility in your business. And then also, reaping the rewards of that essentially, right? Really seeing the bigger results on the other side of that consistency, not to mention the self-trust that that creates in itself. There's something really beautiful that happens when you establish marketing as a habit and it begins to feel like something that you do and something you actually want to do rather than something that you have to do or you feel like a chore or feels like it you know never quite fits in to your life or just feels like that big thing you're dreading. I see this a lot is there's just a lot of avoidance around it. And I think that there are other ways to shift that. And we've talked about that in previous episodes and we'll continue to talk about that. But today I really want to focus on this one particular mindset block of all or nothing thinking so that we can find that middle ground. You can find a way to show up that feels good, that isn't you know, completely ducking out of the marketing altogether. I've probably told this story a million times, but it's honestly one of the best examples I have of how this has shown up for me. But I remember one particular instance, and this was early on in my coaching business when I was just starting to get in the habit of writing content on a regular basis. I had just hired a business coach and I was really not in the habit yet, right? Like really it wasn't, it still felt like a chore. It still felt like something I had to do. It still felt like I can't believe I'm writing all this content. It's not working. It's never going to work. You know, all of the typical mindset blocks that come up when you are newer in business. And I guess I wasn't new in business. I was just new to the coaching business and marketing for the first time, because we know that a lot of my design, well, all my design business basically was built on referrals. So I was sitting in the airport and I knew I had to write content and I was messaging my business coach in Basecamp and I was saying, I just don't, basically, I just don't want to do it. Right. And I'm sure I had 
an excuse or some other words there or, you know, some other reasoning that I was presenting with it. But it was basically like I was tired. We had just done the whole thing to get to the airport. The airport's like an hour away where I live. And I don't know. I'm always just so exhausted when we finally get there. I'm like, I feel like my whole body knows that it can like relax once we get there because like we're here, we're on time, we're going to make our flight, like all the things, right? And I just was tired and I did not want to write the content. And I remember really just wanting it out there, really just wanting to be like, this is just not happening. And here are all the reasons why essentially. And I remember talking to my coach about this later on, on our coaching call. It was probably like the week after. And I was saying, I need to find a way to write content when I don't feel like writing content. (laughs) And essentially what we talked about was repurposing content and finding that middle ground there. And the reason this was such a powerful shift is because I was really in that all or nothing thinking. I was thinking that it had to be entirely new content, which don't get me wrong, is a huge benefit to your business in the beginning. The reason that I can repurpose content so often now and feel good about that is because I have a massive library of content that I've written over the past few years that I can use, right? So there is something really beautiful about sticking with that practice of showing up for yourself, showing up for your marketing, showing up for your visibility efforts consistently in the beginning because one, it will never be that hard, right? It will never be that hard again because you have that bank of content to pull from because you're in the habit of it. And two, because I don't know, it's just a really good way to learn your methodology and your thought process and really understand the way that you think about business and how that's different than the way someone else in your industry thinks about business. So there's really this extra layer and mindset benefit to writing content as well, which is that over time you learn what you actually think about when it comes to your process, when it comes to your differentiators, when it comes to what separates you from everyone else and makes you really stand out to your ideal client. So that's a really a secondary benefit to staying consistent with your content that I think a lot of people don't really think about, but is definitely there. So what we talked about on that coaching call was essentially pulling something in general that I had written. And the reason this is so helpful is because I hadn't been thinking about it that way. I'm pretty sure I asked her if that was like plagiarizing myself. <laughs> and my business coach was like, um, I don't think you can plagiarize yourself, first of all. But, <laughs> but also, it's absolutely bananas to not reuse content that you've already written, right? Because not everyone is seeing your content, first of all. And we as humans need to hear things multiple times, right? I can't tell you how many coaching calls that I've been coached on where I have to hear the same thing many, many, many times in different ways before it actually sticks. And honestly, I think that's part of the beauty of coaching in general too, is you know, we really do have to hear things more than once. And the same thing is true in your content. So when you are sharing your content more than once, you're really giving people in your audience an opportunity to actually remember you and actually learn from it. So that is a really beautiful result of repurposing content as well. So this is super, super helpful. And this is one of the ways that I think we can really get away from all or nothing thinking in our marketing 
because there is a middle ground, right? And I'm not saying that the middle ground for you has to look like repurposing content, though I am really a fan of that and I highly suggest it. But the middle ground for you can look different. Like if you don't do written content, maybe you do videos, maybe you're repurposing videos, maybe you're having someone um, slice together previous clips and you can create new content that way, but you're still reusing stuff you've already done. I think that there are a lot of really beautiful things that you can do here that are in between not showing up at all or creating something entirely new. And this was a really big shift for me in my business because when I started thinking about it through this lens of, oh, I just get to do what feels good here. I just get to do what's aligned to me and my life and my business. And that's not to say that I never have moments where I'm like, man, I should really create new content this week. That totally happens. But I also take into account what else is going on in my life. Like if I know that it is a really, really busy week and I have more on my plate than I normally do, then I totally give myself that permission to repurpose content because I know that that's part of how how I stay in it. That's how I stay in my business, continue showing up, continue showing up consistently and growing and really seeing that over time has been such amazing evidence for me to bank because what I see happen is, you know, if I were to say, no, it always has to be new content. There is no middle ground. I think that that's where we do one of two things. We either completely tap out and we're like, okay, well, you know, this business sucks and I want to burn it all down and I hate what it's doing to my life and I'm never doing this again and consistency is awful and insert thing here, right? So we can almost make consistency like this really evil dramatic thing that it isn't or the flip side of that is like really, really pushing yourself to always have new content and always feel super connected and make it new no matter what. And like, that just doesn't feel good either, right? And so it's really about like finding what feels good to you, but also knowing what best supports your business is super important here. So I like to really zoom out here and look at big businesses and kind of use that as an example. But it would be absolutely bananas. <laughs> I've been using that phrase a lot. I have no idea why. <laughs> but it would be actually absolutely wild if, you know, the CEO of some big company, like insert your favorite company here, right? Like the CEO of Starbucks was like, actually, I'm not really feeling Starbucks today or I'm not actually feeling coffee today. I'm more of a tea person. Like, let's take all the billboards down that have coffee on them because I'm feeling tea. Or like... Any other example where some CEO wasn't feeling like as connected to their content, you don't revise the entire plan, right? You don't like change up everything about the marketing because you're not like super connected to it on that day. Like that would be wild, right? So I think there's a way where we can look at strategically like what makes the most sense for the business, strategically what makes the most sense to you know, show up consistently with, and we can remove this added pressure of like needing it to feel 100% connected 100% of the time. There are definitely times where I repurpose content that I have written previously and I am not feeling 100% connected to it. And I think that's okay, right? I think that we have this almost like 
extreme expectation that we should feel like 100% connected and inspired by our content at all times. And what I say to that is one, your content probably will feel boring to you because you already know all these things. Like you literally are the one who created the content. So it makes sense that it wouldn't feel like the most amazing earth shattering thing ever to you because you created it. You know the things. You're sharing that knowledge and putting it out in the world with for other people to learn and grow from. So it's okay if you're bored by your content sometimes. The thing is don't completely like change up everything because you're feeling that way, right? I really trust that that content felt inspired when I wrote it, right? That content felt connected and good and like it came from a really grounded place and I knew it would be helpful when I wrote it. So if when I'm repurposing it or when it's getting posted on social media and scheduled out, I don't feel like super, super connected to it anymore. I just give myself so much permission that that's actually okay. That it's actually okay that I don't feel that way because I know I did when I wrote it. So I think there's a little bit of an out there the same way like the CEO of Starbucks might not feel like 100% connected to the most recent an almond milk latte, but that doesn't mean they're going to pull down all the billboards, right? They still know that it makes sense for the business. They still know it made, it was a strategic decision that they made when they, you know, designed the billboard and decided it was going to go up, right? So I think the more we can separate out that desire for it to feel like, like so in it and so connected to it and just be like, okay, well, I know that the Like my business was quite literally built and I can say this without a doubt. My business has been built on me showing up consistently. I know that for a fact, right? I know that I would not have the business that I have today had I not put out marketing content, had I not shown up on this podcast. Goodness, we're like, I don't know, almost 200 episodes in on this podcast, right? That is a whole lot of showing up and consistency. And I know I have another episode on that about the compound effect. And if you haven't listened to that, definitely go back and listen to that one because that is like such a beautiful example of how this consistency over time has built my business. But my point here is that that was only possible by me saying, okay, well, the business needs me to show up consistently. How can I do that in a way that actually feels good to me? There are days, guys, where I know a post needs to go out and I am pulling the easiest thing I can find. I am going into Google Drive and I am grabbing the thing that I can find because something fell through the cracks and I know we it needs to go out. Now, is that the norm? Definitely not. Do we definitely schedule out in advance? Yes, but it is something that happens and it's it's where we have that choice. It's where we have that choice between thinking, oh my gosh, it has to be this super aligned thing and it has to be completely new and I need to like, you know, muster that energy and make it happen and just being like, no, like business gets to feel easy. I get to pull an old post. I'm going to make it work. I'm going to pull the quickest photo I can find, done, 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 and not make it a thing, right? So that's where the choice is. Like you get to choose and Honestly, I like I hope you choose the one that is 
you gaining more visibility. I hope you choose the one that is you sticking with your consistency plan. Like I hope you choose that way because there are ways to do it without it feeling so intense. I think a lot of times where people get bogged down is like the intensity that we bring to the content or the thing, whatever it is that we have this all or nothing thinking around, that intensity can make it really difficult to want to show up, right? But when you're like, I just know that visibility has grown my business, so I'm going to stick with it and I'm going to pull what feels good in the moment. The intensity is able to really come down there and it doesn't feel like this big thing. Ever feel like you might be self-sabotaging your sales with all or nothing thinking? Like one moment, it's totally possible for you to hit your biggest income goal imaginable. And the next, you feel like nothing is working and you're wondering where the F the next client is coming from. I hear you and I've totally been there too. But what I know to be true is that if you're not managing your mindset on that roller coaster ride, then it's going to be even more difficult to see the results like more clients and cash that you're after. That's yet another reason I continue to offer my free sincere sales coaching calls, even though future you coaching is currently full and we've moved to a wait list. Because honestly, I freaking love helping you get to the root of your biggest mindset blocks around sales so you can land more clients and create the five figure months you desire. I only offer a few of these each week. So head over to amandajoyceweber.com slash sincere sales to grab a time that works for you. I have a client who has this really, really beautiful um, marketing plan where she creates these really amazing blog posts and essentially sends um, them out to her newsletter list, which is amazing. Like they're really, really quality content. They're really helpful, like such, such good content. But recently on a client call, we were talking about how she almost felt like she it had to be this big thing, right? It had to be this big, long blog post. It had to look a certain way. And the more we started talking about that, the more we decided that those were essentially rules that she had constructed herself, essentially. She had decided that it had to look one certain way. And the more we talked about it, the more we decided, no, it could actually just be really simple. Like she could write a sales email sometimes. It didn't always have to be a blog post. She could pull an Instagram caption she had already written. Like there were all these other options available, but we had to shift this thinking of like, it has to look this way, this like all or nothing thinking of like, it's this or nothing else. And I just need to find a way to like make this work versus what actually feels good here. Like what is actually serving me? in my business. Well, what was serving her was letting clients know that they could work with her and we could do that just as well in a sales email that was much shorter, required much less effort, and it didn't have to be a big thing. And it's so funny, after we had that conversation, she went on to send that sales email and she booked a call from it, which is amazing, right? So it just goes to show how you know, when things are easy, that doesn't mean that you're getting a lesser result, which I think is sometimes the mindset block there too. Like if it doesn't feel really hard and I don't feel super connected to it, or if it doesn't have this one specific energy behind it, 
whatever your thing is, whatever you find you're bringing to this process, then it won't get as good results. But when you can start to really build that evidence for your brain, no, it actually doesn't have to be hard or complicated or this big elaborate process or for me to feel like it's the most revolutionary post I've ever written. It can actually just be easy and I can actually still see results from it. That is when you're able to build a new pattern. That's when you're actually able to shift the mindset block, shift the story there so that you can land consistent clients in your business, right? So often what I hear is people saying, well, it's either feast or famine in my business, right? It's either I'm so overwhelmed and I've got so much work and there's so much going on here or there's nothing, right? And I need to pick up the marketing again because I know I fell off with that and I need to start doing it, right? And it's like consistent marketing leads to consistent clients. When you can shift that thinking of like, I'm so overwhelmed, so I'm not marketing and actually create time in your schedule for the marketing because the marketing is important. The marketing is what helps you to keep that consistency so that you don't go through those feast and famine cycles, right? So when you can actually make that a priority, no matter what's going on in your business, it starts to level out. It starts to create more of that consistency, both in the marketing and in the clients. It's so funny. I even see this on the changing software platforms front. So what I mean by that is the tendency there is to think, well, I want to switch from Let's just use CRMs for an example here. So I want to switch from Dubsado to HoneyBook and now I have to move everyone over to HoneyBook and I have to do XYZ thing and I have to get it all set up and this is going to take a really long time. Like it can totally spin out here, right? I know these mindset blocks well, which is why I can, I can totally speak to them. But the tendency here is to think we have to like switch from one thing to a completely different thing as fast as humanly possible. And what I actually find to be true is you can usually continue on the platform you're on and then just start new clients or new inquiries on the new software platform, right? So over time, you're going to migrate over to the new one simply by way of getting new clients and you know, moving through your process. Now, if you're someone who has a lot of long-term clients, then perhaps that will need to look a little different there. But on the whole, what I found to be true is you can slowly move from one to the other and it doesn't have to be the like, you know, hard stop all or nothing thinking here. Another personal example here, when I was pivoting my business from design to coaching, I just so wanted to be coaching. I just so wanted to be like doing the thing already. And I remember saying to my business coach, I just want to be like, I don't want to design anymore. I just want to be done. I don't want design clients. I don't want them to keep coming in. I don't want this. Like, and I like, I hate it and I'm miserable and insert thing here. And I was totally being dramatic, but I think you know, the tendency there was to think, you know, when I'm no longer in design, when I'm no longer designing, everything else will be so much better on the other side of that. Again, all or nothing thinking here, right? Like I want nothing to do with design and I want everything to do with coaching. And I really didn't want to sit through that discomfort of the transition from one to the other. 
And I remember this conversation so clearly, but she basically said, you need to find a way to hate it less. And I hated that answer. <laughs> like I did not want to find a way to hate it less because of course I wanted to leave design. Of course this made the most sense. Of course my heart was pulling me in a different direction. But her point was really that it's hard to create more of what you want from the energy of like hating everything you have now essentially and this was such such an impactful shift for me and really again that all or nothing thinking because it allowed me to enjoy the process of the transition more I ended up landing a really amazing design retainer client that really supported me through that transition and it was amazing because I can see so clearly that that retainer client came through hating the process less, right? I can see that it came through really like finding a way to enjoy designing still. And sometimes that meant going to Starbucks and working from Starbucks because that felt fun to me and I liked designing there. And sometimes it looked like deciding I could design from the couch and it didn't need to be at my desk, right? Like I found ways to bring enjoyment to the design process. And by way of doing that, landed a really amazing design client that was a really amazing retainer while I built up. It essentially you know, funded the building of the coaching business so that I could get the support that I desired and that, I mean, I honestly think I needed to, but I could get the support that I desired to build the coaching business. And it really did make for such a beautiful transition that I can see in hindsight, but would not have been possible from that energy of like hating everything about design, right? So it really was this important shift of not thinking it had to be like this really fast breakup with design and starting the coaching business, but, you know, allowing for that gray area, allowing for that middle ground, allowing for that transition time and enjoying that more. So again, all or nothing thinking so useful here. I see this with clients too, who have left corporate and gone full-time in their business. There's almost always a time where there's overlap. There's almost always a time where there either needs to be, you know, some form of secondary income. So they're working a part-time job or they're, or heck, they just have less living expenses. I've had clients who live with their parents while they're building up their business or even clients who, you know, just have really, really packed schedules and are working weekends before they can actually leave their full-time job. But I think the tendency there is to want to like stop, like stop the job you have immediately because you think if you have all this time on the other side of it, that you know, then the business will finally work and then the business will, you know, be bringing in clients. And look, I'm not saying that more time doesn't help with that. I think it definitely does. But I also think that like our nervous system can totally freak out when we put ourselves in that position where we don't know where the money is coming in and it can pile on all this pressure that actually makes it harder to show up in your business. That actually makes it more difficult to get the clients and do the thing because there's so much meaning behind it because you know you need the client you know you need the money and it just feels like this really intense thing that you don't have when you can transition from one to the other and look that can look different for everyone but I think that there's almost always this transition time 
And again, just not thinking about leaving your full-time job to go all in on your business as this kind of like all or nothing thing. Thinking of like, well, how can I support myself in this transition? Where's the middle ground? How can I, you know, again, make this feel good so that I can actually get the results that I want? So I think this is just such a useful shift in general that it's just so helpful, right? You're going to start to see where you're thinking it really has to be all or nothing. I see this with like people who map out their like entire year and what it's going to look like, like all of their goals, they have them all mapped out. And it's like, I'm going to hit this revenue goal this month and this revenue goal the next month. And it's like, I'm all for setting big goals and I think that's amazing, but the tendency there is like when you get so specific about how that can come in, it makes it really difficult to want to keep going if you have a month where you don't hit that goal. If all of a sudden you're like, well, I was going to make X amount in January and then January passes and you didn't hit it or you didn't get the number of clients you wanted because you've mapped out like 12 months and you have this like super solid plan of how you're going to get there and then it doesn't happen, it can make it feel like, well, because I didn't hit it in January, now it's not possible or now I'm off track or now it's not going to happen. And I think that that can be really damaging. Again, this all or nothing thinking of like, I well, I had it all mapped out and I didn't hit it. So now it can't happen. And it's like, it's just not true, right? So like, keep coming back to that middle ground. Keep finding what's in between. Like I would literally write out on a piece of paper, like I'm either thinking it has to be all this way or all that way. And then ask yourself, what's the middle ground between the two? What can I do here that actually feels good that really does both support me in building the business, but also meets your needs too, right? So like, think about it through that lens. What is going to support me in building the business and how can I also meet my own needs, right? So that can be a really beautiful way to think about this and really find that middle ground in a way that feels good and supports you and supports the business goals. So I highly encourage you to start noticing where you have this all or nothing thinking in your business and where you can start really just doing the mindset work, whether that's journaling it out, whether it's just bringing that awareness, whether it's shifting that in the moment, really start to find that opportunity to shift it so that you can stay consistent, so that you can get consistent clients in your business. All right, that's what I've got for you this week. I hope you have an amazing week and I will talk to you next week. Thanks for listening to One Simple Shift. Check out the show notes for this episode and all past episodes at amandajoyceweber.com slash shift. If you're loving this podcast, do me a favor and leave a rating and review on Apple Podcasts. These reviews truly mean the world to me, helping me to reach more people and have more impact. And as a special thanks, we'll reach out to everyone that leaves a review and you'll receive my absolutely free life and business changing future you meditation. This mindset exercise is the simplest, easiest way to tap into future you today and start being that woman now. I only wish I had a visualization exercise like this when I first started my business and now it's available to all of you. Simply screenshot your review and email it to me at amanda at amandajoyceweber.com to receive your free meditation. And remember, 
Sometimes the only thing standing in the way of a more profitable business and a more fulfilling life is one simple shift. What's the other side of that? So the, <laughs> hold on, let me think about what I'm trying to say here. Um, 